I am so excited for you to have a listen to this episode. I have my second guest here on this podcast, which I'm super excited about. And uh, this guest's name is called Katie Wilkinson. Uh, you might know her as a quantum leap queen. Um, and if you don't know her, or if you don't know even what we are talking about when it comes to quantum, you have to, have to, have to listen to this episode. It's just it was just such an abundant talk seriously like we we got into such a beautiful flow um talking about different ways how you can manifest and what does it even mean uh katie um katie basically in her work she's talking about quantum and quantum leaping which basically means embodying the new version of you and uh, she's explaining so much of it and i don't want to i don't want to give it away right now in the intro because um, she will tell you everything with her own words uh but the reason why i'm so 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 excited to for you to hear this and to have this recording is because i personally was following katie for guidance and her guidance has helped me so much in my own career and literally helped me quantum leap to a place I didn't think it was possible. And I got there within like two, three months, maybe. I'm actually sharing part of my story and part of my uh, recent uh, career quantum leaps <laughs> in this episode and never conversation. And it just feels like it's such a beautiful blend of uh, Katie speaking more from the position of um, the way how she's teaching that, and then me, also a person who has um, who has experienced it, right? So it's just it's just amazing. Go ahead, listen, enjoy, and then uh, make sure to uh, go and check out what Katie is doing. I was actually so much taken away uh, by <laughs> the beautiful conversation that we had that I kind of forgot to ask Katie at the end to tell where you can find her. But basically, I can tell you right now instead of her, she is very, very active on Instagram, um, especially on stories. She's posting uh, beautiful, encouraging stuff every day. So I will link her Instagram down below. So make sure to go and check her out. She also have different masterclasses or masterminds or even coaching programs that you can choose from. So make sure you're going to go ahead and uh, follow her because her stuff is golden. Hello and welcome to the Soulblood Career Podcast. I'm your host, Marketa. I'm a career coach and a recruiter. On this podcast, I'm looking at a career in a rather unconventional way. Yes, I give out advice and strategies on LinkedIn, CV and job interviews, but that is just the tip of the iceberg. As your coach, I am here to provide transformation and help you find your soul at career. Not the right career, but a career that's right for you. So are you ready? Let's dive right in. Hello, Katie. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to, ha to have you. <laughs> so I would like to welcome Katie Wilkinson on uh, the Solid Career podcast. Katie is the quantum leap queen herself. <laughs> what is quantum? What is quantum leaping? What, what is this all topic about? Yes, I'm so glad you asked. So for everyone who is new to the amazing world of manifestation, it's essentially like manifestation on oh, manifestation on quantum. It's essentially manifestation on drugs. So a lot of us um, now understand manifestation. You might have like read or, you know, watched The Secret and, and know about the law of attraction. And quantum is just like that times 10. So quantum is really the understanding that our perception actually influences matter and that the reality that we live in isn't actually 3D. When we tune in and actually zoom into atoms, we live in a reality that is 99.99999% energy and only 0.0001% matter. We are actually all just vibrating particles. Every single thing that you can see, that you can think of is just energy. And us as consciousness, we can actually influence the way that atoms interact, that electrons appear and essentially impact the way that our reality unfolds. So, so many of us are taught that our reality is just as it is, and we are a byproduct or a victim of our reality. But the quantum model and the quantum theory really goes to show that 
Our reality is fully a byproduct and a reflection of who we are being, not just the thoughts and not just the emotions, right? Because we've been told you have to think a certain way or vibe a certain frequency. It's who you are. It's your identity deep down, which is impacting the reality that you're creating. And every single potentiality, opportunity, parallel reality dimension exists right now in the quantum field and you are able to access that. And that is what a quantum leap looks like. It's you accessing a higher dimension and stepping into that. And that's why it can look like a drastic shift in this reality. Like how did this woman go from zero to a million dollars or go from nothing to all of a sudden just creating this huge, drastically different successful life is because that person accessed it in the quantum field and stepped into that reality. We are never creating anything. We are only ever accessing what it already exists and every single thing, version of anything already exists. Wow, I feel like even if you end a podcast right now, there were so many many mic drop moments. But for someone who has never even touched this topic and doesn't believe in any kind of quote-unquote untangible things, how do you even like begin to discover a topic like that? Yes, so I have been really blessed to um, have been in this world for a while like the manifestation world this world (laughs) the quantum world for a while and so um this is kind of like my parents really introduced this to me and then I started reading books and listening to you know audios and podcasts and I started to really understand that wow this is the reality that we live in and it really clicks for a lot of us when we learn about this it's not this is something new it's actually remembering right when you start to get into this field into this knowledge into this understanding it's not, this is a new way of being. This is actually how I've always been. This is actually the truth of how I've been operating, but society has told me otherwise. And so it really is a reawakening into the the true way that we are supposed to really um, exist and operate in this reality. So yeah, that's kind of like how I dived into this world. And I just started channeling all these, you know, concepts around quantum. Mm. And would you, would you say it's something that's accessible for anyone? For sure. I mean, again, it's, that's not even the question, like, is it accessible or is it possible? Because it's, it's a universal law. Like it's something that you can't switch off. Like people are like, well, it's just, you know, it's meant for these types of people. It's meant for everyone. And not just, is it meant for everyone? It's happening all of the time. You cannot stop it. Your whole entire life, you have been manifesting. Your whole entire life, you've been quantum leaping. Everything that you have been creating, the reality that you see right now, it's feedback for who you are. And so it's not a question about can I, if it is possible, you know, um, or the question, yeah, is, is it possible? That's not the question because if you're even asking that question, then we don't even understand the full basis of quantum, which is it's always happening all of the time. You cannot escape it. So many of us have been doing it unconsciously. So now it is just understanding, Mm. can I do that consciously and intentionally? If you can't switch it off, you may as well be aware of it and use it to benefit. Right, right. So basically what we want to learn is to how to deliberately create what we actually want. Yes, because we're already creating, but a lot of it is from our past patterns. A lot of it is from our trauma, is from things that we don't want. And we keep replaying. We keep attracting the same people, making the same amount of money, making the same mistakes, getting to the same situations. It's like, why is my reality on repeat? Because your energetic frequency is a match for that. And if you don't change your frequency, you're going to keep attracting the same thing. So now that you're aware of that, it's like, well, if I want something different, let me shift my state of being. Okay, okay. Let's say someone is listening right now. They're like, okay, I kind of am getting what you're talking about. Do you have some kind of like simple real life example? What could a quantum leap be? A quantum leap, when you actually look at the definition, it is a drastic shift in an energy state. And so many people, I feel like this word has been blown out of proportion. It is a little bit of a buzzword right now. It's like a quantum leap is something huge. It has to be from like zero to a million dollars overnight. But then like certain, everyone has a different perception of like big and fast, like what is big? What is fast? It's just a comparison. It's just a perception. It's all subjective. And if you look at it, everything's actually a quantum leap. A quantum leap is just a drastic shift in energy state. It's just you entering a new dimension. It's just you shifting the state, the path that you are operating so that you are accessing something that you hadn't accessed before. So that could simply be in this reality, I'm wearing a brown sweater in a different reality, I chose a white one. Like that could be a quantum leap. There's just two different realities. Or it could be, yes, zero to a million dollars overnight by buying a lottery ticket. And I entered that. 
But a quantum leap is just shifting the atoms, shifting the electrons, shifting your state of reality to enter something that wasn't there before. You know, whether that is me deciding to go to the gym and in, in another reality, I didn't. Like that can be a quantum leap. It's just a shift in the frequency so that you're activating something that you hadn't accessed previously. So you're interrupting the pattern of your reality. Okay. All right. All right. So very often when the type of people who are speaking about quantum manifestation, etc., these kind of things, they are often people who are, let's say, in this like self-help or manifesting and so on. And very often these people are also entrepreneurs. Um, what if we try to look at it from a headspace of a person who is not an entrepreneur, does not have a need to be or want to be, desire? Um, how can a person like that use it in, in their reality? Yes, so essentially like, yes, a lot of people who are into quantum and manifestation have their own businesses because I feel like that is often like on the same frequency of, you know, we want to create. But again, there are lots of people who, it doesn't really matter your desire. In order to use quantum, it's the same. Whatever it is that you desire, you attune your vibration to that frequency. So get out of want. That's the first thing. Notice what you want. Get out of wanting it and into becoming and having it, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, if when we apply it to business, it's I want, you know, a seven-figure business. I show up as a seven-figure version of me. I am vibrating at that frequency. Same, if you're an employee and you want to climb the corporate ladder, if you are unemployed, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you, whatever you want to create, because no desire is wrong. That's the first, very first thing, actually, before you even quantum leap is to acknowledge whatever I desire is destined for me. And I get to attune to that. The fact that I desire means that is meant for me. So accept and acknowledge that desire and then attune to the vibration of it already being done because mm. it is already done. It's already done in the quantum. There's already a version of you living in that reality. And so this is how we apply it. And so I've applied this to so many things. Yes, you know, when I, you know, talk my Instagram and I'm and doing my business, my business is probably the forefront and the main thing that I use to showcase quantum. But again, I quantum leap all of the time in every area of my life. Today, I received $1,000 cash unexpected outside of my business. That was like half of my monthly salary just two years ago, mm. right? So that's a quantum leap. It's money, it's relationships, it's, you know, house. Like I've manifested business class flights. I've manifested free accommodation in a beautiful like five-star resort. I've quantum leaped in so many different areas. Quantum leaping isn't about the thing itself. It is mm. never about the destination or outcome itself. Whatever you desire, you get to apply quantum leaping to that it's just what do I want can I embody that now by being the version of me who already has it and consistently showing up as that person so it's consistently closing the gap I am the wealthy woman I am you know the the CEO I am the boss babe I am the the amazing mother the, the amazing wife the amazing lover like whatever it is that you desire I am a homeowner I own that Maserati or I own that Porsche and just being that now and that's what we call the gap right the moment that you become an energetic match for your desire, it would be here. It would already be here because there is no time in the quantum. The amount of time that takes for you to become an energetic match, for, sorry, the amount of time it takes you to quantum leap is the amount of time it takes for you to become an energetic match. That's it. So it's all about closing the gap, closing the gap, closing the gap. In what ways am I wanting my desire versus in what ways do I have it? If you want it, you're not a match because the version of you that has it does not want it. Right. So this is where we really get to be clear. And it's like, stop waiting for permission. Your desire, you think that I need to have it before I can show up that way. I need to have the relationship before I show up as a woman who is so deeply loved. I need to have the money before I can feel wealthy. I need to have the job before I feel powerful. No, it's you decide to access those elevated states of being now. And that is going to project into your 3D reality. So whatever you're looking at right now, that is feedback to showing you what are you vibrating. You want to shift that, shift your state of being. So that's essentially how it works. Quantum doesn't care what you're applying it to. It's just always mirroring you. I love this so much. I love this so much. And I, I can say from my perspective, right? Um, since kind of like you, you were introducing it yourself that even your parents already brought you to a quantum manifestation. For me, it was not the case. Uh, but I still, my mom was quite like spiritual. 
Um, but there was still like a weird fight, let's say, because my dad's side was more like really religious, Catholic, but not actually very spiritual. My mom's side was not very extremely uh, non-religious, but my mom had this kind of like spiritual stuff sometimes. So she even took us to some healers, to some witches <laughs> and so on. And so I was kind of like always had it a little bit in me, these kind of like accessing some like some higher powers or something like that. Uh, but only like until a few years ago, I actually actively started to be more aware of it. And it all started through mindset and really thinking things through, right? Like everyone be all like thinking. And only only a few months ago, when I had some like severe pains in my body, I started actually visiting a, um, a masseuse who is actually also working with energies. And suddenly past trauma started leaving me, generational trauma from my family started leaving me. And from like, I went through a massive quantum leap already first through my physical body. When I, I had days and nights when I was crying myself to sleep because I couldn't move my body. And a few months later, family trauma started resolving from massage, right? <laughs> Something that doesn't seem to be connected whatsoever. And later on, my crazy stomach aches left. And suddenly I felt like I kind of peeled a layer of an onion and I finally quantum leaped into even giving myself into permission to actually, you know, have a business and these kind of things. Actually being able to uh, right now have a career that I, that it really fulfilled me and being asked by a client uh, who have asked me to do, let's say, a job that I'm not qualified for, just based on who I am as a person. And I suddenly, quantumly, from um, not being very happy with where my career is and very, very inconsistent income, to get to 7K per month, knowing that I'm going to get this type of uh, money. And when I first started working with that, I, what I was more confused about is to like, okay, I understand the theory. I understand you need to embody it. I understand that you need to be that person. How the fuck do you do that? Like, <laughs> I, I really couldn't get there. I was so confused about it. And especially as I was kind of like used from the mindset work before that, oh, don't use these words. <laughs> don't do this, don't do that. And it actually at some point I was so confused and I was kind of like feeling restricted or do I do that or how do I do that? And then what brought me to actually stop thinking about it and really embodying from my side personally was journaling. What is the way that you access your new version, how you embody your new self? Yes. <clears throat> Sorry. It is the, the choice in this present moment of noticing who am I showing up as, right? So this is the thing. You can think one way. And you can feel a different way and your body can be operating at a different frequency. So this is why thoughts don't manifest and don't quantum leap unless you embody that thought. So you can be thinking, I am a millionaire, but then your nervous system is like, I'm broke. It's like, what is going to manifest, right? What is going to project into your reality? So for me, it's like, I love... I love journaling. I love embodiment practices. I love self-pleasure. You know, there's certain techniques that I do, but the technique doesn't actually, the technique doesn't help me embody. Like a technique can't embody for me, essentially. I have to embody it myself. Embodiment is just a choice. It's a choice of, am I being that person? Simple. You know already, do I feel like I already have the million dollars? Do I feel like I'm already am in the relationship? Do I feel like this? And it's just an identity. It's just a choice, like deep down. And so oftentimes I'll actually, if I'm in my head and in my thoughts, I will go into my body. Hmm. So not what am I thinking, but actually tuning in. What is the vibration of my body? Does my body feel like it is prosperous? Does my body feel abundant? Or does my body feel like it is in lack and it is in scarcity? And that's where I will shift the energy. I'll move through the energy. It's just energy. As you said, like you were able to clear that we are conduits. And so whatever energy comes in, a lot of us, you know, energy that we dislike comes in and then we tense and we lock it up and we don't actually allow it to pass through. And that's how it keeps perpetuating. You actually have to feel it fully before it 
actually can go. You actually need to express that fully before you can allow it to leave. And so, so many of us say, oh my goodness, I am feeling a bit scarce. I'm feeling a bit of lack. Stop it. Ignore. No, think different thoughts. And it's like, it's there. You can't like, it, it, it's there in your nervous system. And so how about you just allow yourself to feel the lack, feel the scarcity, feel where you're not enough, allow that part of you, that energy to express and then let it go. Emotions actually only last 90 seconds. Like that's how long an emotion lasts. Anything longer than that is us perpetuating it, right? It's us holding onto it. It's us thinking about it. It's creating the cycle. What if you just felt it? Like when was the last time you just felt an emotion and a feeling and fully let yourself feel that with just no restrictions or no like I should be or I shouldn't be, anything like that? Like when was the last time that you just allowed yourself to feel like give yourself that full permission? So that's one big thing that I allow myself to do. Like if I'm feeling that stagnation, but a lot of the time it is also just a choice. It's like, I'll just catch myself. Am I being the elevated higher version of myself? Mm. How can I be more of her? And it's like, it's not something that you need to put in so much effort into because it's like the version of you that let's say your goal is a million dollars. She knows she's a millionaire deep down. But that's it. She's not thinking about it every single second. She's not so consumed in it. She's not positive all the time. She's not mega spiritual. She's not all of these things. It's just deep down in her identity, in her being, in her knowing, she knows that she is a millionaire. So it is just that underlying, you know, energy that we get to choose and we constantly get to tap into. And so that's essentially how I'm, I am embodying. Am I showing up as that version of me? The fact that you desire it means, you know, the feeling of what it would be to embody it because you think, and you know that when I achieve that desire, then I will feel this way. You're chasing a feeling, not an outcome. You're never chasing an outcome. You're only ever chasing an emotional signature, an emotional frequency. So rather than thinking that I'll only feel wealthy when my bank account has seven figures in it, you can actually decide, oh my goodness, like imagine right now your desire, you have your desire, like let's say that's a million dollars, seven figures. Okay. It's like, I want you to tune in. Imagine that happened right now. Imagine today was the day you won the lottery. You're starting to feel different. You're starting to emit a different frequency. You're starting to embody that. See how we accessed that feeling prior to the external event actually happening that's embodiment you have access to that and it's just choosing am I in that frequency amazing I mean I just want to quickly come back to the 90 seconds that Mm -hmm. for me I didn't know that and it's actually right now when I'm going back in my thoughts it brings me to this moment when I actually decided to fully fully feel an emotion and even if it would be anger, sadness, whatever, right? Let's say negative emotions, because we obviously we want to feel good emotions, right? It makes us feel good. But let's say if it's a negative emotion. And I remember how I was thinking like, I'm going to cry so much. And then you realize that quickly you actually don't want to cry anymore. <laughs> this is so interesting. And it's such a relieving thought. Like just the idea of in 90 seconds, it's gone. Even if you need to suffer through, you can suffer through 90 seconds and then just let go of it and get to your your day. (laughs) Yeah, you can survive anything for 90 seconds. You can survive any emotion. Like, and if you look at it, it makes sense because if we look at like babies and like young children, if you look at the lifespan of their emotional states of being, it is so quick. Like a baby within a few minutes could go from crying to laughing to happy to annoyed like within it just changes so quick and they never hold on to it they're not like oh Mm. I cried two seconds ago so therefore I can't laugh now like they don't care whatever energy they're feeling they express that that's actually our true state of being but we're told that you know if you operate in this way you're like a psycho and if you were sad then you have to be sad for this whole entire day you got to be in that mood but like what if a mood just lasts 90 seconds you know what I mean and that's actually how it's meant to be and we get to give ourselves permission to feel that it's kind of like holding a grudge against your wound. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> wow. You know, it's, it's the reason why I also love topics like that is that it expands me, right? It expands my thinking, and especially at the beginning, it can trigger me a little bit, which is something that sometimes I would not say necessarily I'm looking for that, but it's more like when it happens, I'm like, mm, okay, okay. Especially when it's, let's say, a person who... I enjoy the content of, right? Let's say it's going to be you. I found your podcast. I found your Instagram. Like, mm, I'm enjoying it. This is interesting. And then suddenly, I remember once you said something that triggered me. And that was uh, when you were talking about 
that you don't how exactly to say this something like that you don't have to be in a good mood to manifest yes yes you have to be <laughs> feeling positive in order to manifest it's like a big like thing that I teach because a lot of the teachings out there are like you have to be vibing high and it's like if no your desire doesn't care how you're feeling like do you realize that your desire gets to have you gets to desire you like if you look at the most successful people in the world are they always positive like the ones making a lot of money like and when they're sad all of a sudden their sales decrease and they're stopping a billionaire like that's not how it works hmm. right and I love that that triggered you because a trigger is also an activation exactly. and it's like am I going to contract and block this or am I going to like mm-hmm. stand up and actually be like yeah this triggers me but do I also get a rise up in this moment? Yes. And especially because sometimes, I mean, the thing that triggers you, it's not something that's logical, right? It's a, it's a past emotion or whatever it is. And I realized that it's, it sounds so silly, but what it triggered in me is almost like, oh, so I, I cannot be happy. <laughs> yeah. But then I was also kind of like chewing on it and thinking about like, what does it, what does it mean to me? It's actually and it got me to a point where I mean I really enjoy feeling happy and I want to be feeling happy and I only you know what I only realized actually what you meant with that after I quantum leap and I actually was in the in the new stage of knowing that abundance comes to me because especially for me abundance was so much connected with worthiness and clearly I used to have problems with that (laughs) we all have we all do yeah, yeah, yeah right and and I then only realized, like, I actually altogether, generally, want to be in a positive state. And for me, being in a positive state of mind is not that, am I in a good mood right now? It is, how do I generally respond to things, right? How, how would I respond if somebody wants to attack me on the street? Am I going to hit them back or am I just going to say, I don't know what you want from me and I'm going to... I'm not talking about crazy attack because obviously you would need to react a little bit differently to it. But you know what I mean, right? Like what is your overall, I don't even want to say personality trait, but I almost feel like these kind of state of beings kind of become your personality trait at the time, right? It's, it's basically what you're talking about. It's embodiment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's so powerful. And this is the thing, right? It's like a lot of us, we're taught that we're meant to be happy we chase this happiness, but it's like, what would be happiness without sadness? Why would we have been given these emotions if we weren't meant to feel it? It's like, actually, when you allow yourself to be sad, to be angry, you actually also get to enjoy those moments too. And you stop victimizing yourself when you're in it. Like, it's hard to explain, but I've gone to this point now where I'll be so deep in my emotions. Like I will not be feeling, because happiness is just one emotion. I'll be definitely not feeling happy. I'll be feeling sad. I'll be crying. Like literally last night, I cried for like almost an hour. There was like just so much grief and so many tears that needed to be released. And while I was doing that, I was feeling so sad and yet so in my power. I'm like, Mm. I get to feel this sadness. I get to express this sadness. I get to grieve. I get to feel so deep. And yet I know that everything's meant to be, that everything's fine, that my life is just going to get better. The problem is, we feel an emotion and then it's like everything seems, we, we believe everything's going to go downhill from there. I'm sad, so therefore I'm not going to earn money. Therefore I'm not good enough. Therefore I'm not well. It's like all of this, like what if you were just sad? What if you were just crying mm. and that's it? And it's like, and I still get to be in my power. I still felt so powerful in that moment when I'm crying because I know who I am and who I am is not my emotional state. I am feeling sad but I am not sadness itself. I am powerful. I am divine. And so that's really how I deal with my emotions and how underneath that, it's like, no matter what emotion I'm feeling, I know that I'm always a match for my desire. And so now my goal is never just happiness. That is not my goal. My goal is presence. My goal is personal power. My goal is liberation. When you are present, you stop resisting reality. You stop arguing with reality. And you realize that when I'm present, I am present with whatever is arising in this moment. If that is sadness, then I'm present with the sadness. Mm -hmm. If that is feeling unworthy, then I'm present with that part of myself. If that is happiness, then I'm present with that. But I get to be deeply, intimately present 
with whatever reality is bringing up in this now moment and knowing that it'll always pass and things always change. The only reason why you resist it is because you, you form an identity around this now moment. You all of a sudden are like, I'm sad. So therefore I'm going to be sad forever. And I'm going to be depressed forever and anxious forever. And my whole reality. And it's like, it's just this now moment. You don't need to form a whole entire life identity crisis around this one particular moment in time. It's one particular energy. It's one state. And so that's just like how you get to liberate from your liberate. Yeah. From your emotional state and also manifest externally, manifest outside of Mm. your emotional state. Because your emotions get to have nothing. To, it doesn't have to be part of the equation, yeah. essentially. Or they can be, a, let's say, part of your guidance system, right? Whether it is yes. release something or just enjoy something, go with the flow, whatever it is, right? You don't have to take them so seriously as like a constant thing, just mm-hmm. like a navigation in a, in a moment. Um, I love that. <laughs> from, you've been, let's say you've been having this, quantum business for how long has it been over two years three years it's just been like two years and like one month I've been in business yeah one big quantum business (laughs) yeah (laughs) what was your life before that okay so so many things have happened I'm just like what do I want to share you know but um before so I actually got really really sick like my life awakening happened when I was around 16, I got really, really ill, had to drop out of high school. And I had to really rethink everything, reevaluate my whole life, what was important to me, what were my values. And it really changed the trajectory of where I was going. I no longer was just in my ego and like, I'm just going to follow the school system and go to uni because everyone else does. Like I actually got to question reality and life. And um, that's when I dove deep and reconnected with my spirituality. It was one of the most difficult times of my life, but also the best time of my life because I reconnected with my true essence with who I really was and reconnected with God and universe and source. And so after that, you know, I was a completely different person. I made the promise to myself, I'm going to live my life to the fullest. I'm never going to take anything for granted. I'm never going to just, just go through life, go through the emotions. Like I'm going to take life by the reins and just, you know, and I said, when I get better, I didn't actually know, like the doctors weren't giving me a proper diagnosis. It was just like this never ending journey. But I said, when I get better, I am just going to just dominate my life, you know, and things just shifted. And that's the intention, right? The power of an intention. So after that, I went back and finished school online, got a really good grade at the same time. I um, got hired at a nine to five job. I actually had no experience and they approached me. They hired me. So that was one of my first big manifestations as well. I was doing digital marketing for an e-commerce company. Um, Then after that, I studied kinesiology and mind-body medicine in college um, I did one year of that and that was amazing. Just awakened me even more. I started to fully understand the body and the mind and the emotions and how it's all interlinked and, and you know, the energy behind diseases and pain and illness and all of that. And I thought I wanted to be a kinesiologist, but I realized I don't want to be stuck in a clinic all day, just seeing one person, one person, one person. I received this really deep guidance from the universe saying, Katie, you're here to do something way bigger way bigger than this you're here to speak on a global platform you're here to impact thousands hundreds of thousands not just one person Mm. at a time and so I'm like it just shook me to my core and it was such a powerful potent message that I couldn't say no it wasn't a choice that I had it was like if I said no to that I was saying no to my life I was saying no to what God wanted me to deliver you know and this is something I also teach with my clients like connecting to the legacy that's even bigger than your excuses, a legacy that your thought can't destroy that, you know, it's like, no matter what happens, you have no choice, but to walk this greater path. So around that time, um, you know, I quit my nine to five. I, (coughs) excuse me, I um, decided I'm going to start my business. I had no experience in coaching. I, it was brand new to me. I, the day I quit my nine to five, I decided to invest $4,000 into um, an online coaching like business container. And I just decided to go for it. And I said, I have no other plan B. That's it. Never, I'm just going to make it work. <laughs> never look back. I was unemployed. I had no income. Like this is going to work. And I made six figures my first year and it just grew exponentially. I literally um, last year grew my income by 1,000%. 
in just 12 months. So it's just been such a crazy ride. And now I'm here and I just feel so full of my life purpose. And even just the fact that this itself, this conversation is part of my work just feels absolutely crazy. And it just keeps getting bigger and the vision gets grander and the impact and the the pleasure and the power, Mm. the legacy just gets amplified. So that's essentially, yeah, my life before this, but now it's like, it feels like a different person. You know, yeah, I totally understand. It's sometimes even almost difficult to relate to that person that was like two years ago, even though it's just two years, right? In our reality. But, uh, you know, it's incredible. Like right now we're talking pretty big numbers, right? When it comes to, to your business. But just two years ago, where you were, then when you were 16, how old are you right now? I'm 23, I'm turning 24 at the end of this month. Holy smokes. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. So many shifts and changes. And this is really why I'm so happy to have you here on this podcast, because generally this podcast is not really for business owners, right? It's more for people who are working, let's say either nine to five or eight to six. I don't know (laughs) what the hours are, but um, this is really why I wanted to have you here to show this is not for the chosen people, right? <laughs> not for mm-hmm. someone special to be able to access it. You have managed to build yourself. You were approached for a job. Same was with me, right? It's um, and it taught you something, right? It maybe didn't teach you to get to to climb the ladder to be um, the CEO of a certain company, but it taught it you. It taught again. me what I didn't want. <laughs> exactly, and it taught you how to go back to listen to your body, right? After you after you already have YouTube so fun. Uh, if I remember it correctly from some of your past podcasts, you started not to feel well with your health again. And then you decided to, to quit and start your job, uh, your, sorry, your business. Yes, exactly. And, and that's the thing, like we need to also see all the lessons and how everything is adding up. Like your situation right now, like when I look back, you know, I was, I was like, oh, I just want to get out of this job and I hate this and everything. But it's like, it taught me so much. It taught me what I didn't want. It taught me to value my body. It taught me that I wasn't a good employee and I'm made to be a business owner. It taught me obviously skills, digital marketing, email marketing, which I use in my business. But it just, again, the, un, the moments of unalignment, and this is what people fear. They fear the winter. They fear the moments of things aren't working. They fear it. They fear the dip. They fear the void, right? We always go through these periods of the void. This isn't working. I hate this. I'm in the wrong position. Everything is unaligned. The unalignment is some of the most powerful, potent moments of your life because you then have no choice but to reevaluate and be like, what is just gone wrong here? Where can I now either burn things down and build it up? Where can I go through a death rebirth cycle? Where can I just come back to my values because the fact that you got into this unalignment means that something needs to shift, right? And so in that, I realized my life felt so unaligned working in nine to five, so unaligned that just the, the, my surroundings and the, the people that just didn't feel like the same level of, of where I was going. And so I had a choice, burn it all down, leave, resign, start again. And that void, like that moment where I'm literally 21 years old, start of the global pandemic, unemployed, no income, like people like you are mad woman. And I'm just like, this is the best thing that has ever happened to me because I held on to that potential. I held on and and I knew that space created the spaciousness in order for me to grow and develop into this powerful business empire that I'm running. And so when you are in unalignment, realize this is your chance to turn things around this is your chance to see things differently this is your chance to to get out right when things are going well you don't question you just you go through the motions it's when things are not going well things look like it's just it's just everywhere that we actually get to be like okay let me take back my control let me let me realign things right so I love when things don't work because it's like now we get to change and that's when most of the best ideas come through so Mm -hmm just cherish the void. I know looking back, I just wish that I didn't, I wasn't chasing so much. I wish that I just enjoyed it more because like there's no need to escape, Mm -hmm. right? I was in that position where I'm like, I'm ready to escape. I'm ready to get out. I was constantly running, Mm -hmm. running away from something and running towards something. But when you're running, you're not present. And I wish I was more present and in my trust, knowing that I get to be in the space of unalignment, but I know it's going to change. So why do I need to push and why do I need to resist Mm. this moment 
in my life. I love it. I love it so much. And especially because it's something that I'm like deeply going through at this moment. Uh, this new career that I manifested a few months back, it's very, very extremely challenging one. And also the manifestation, again, there was even a quantum leap within the, the career. Uh, basically, I am, a, as, I, as I usually mention in my intro, I'm a recruiter. And an American company approached me to be recruiting for them in Czech Republic. About like two, three weeks in, the whole focus of the company has changed. And the whole focus is right now in Czech Republic. And uh, from recruiting for, let's say, two, three roles, I suddenly have like eight roles under me, the whole employer branding for the company and everything. And basically, I became like a head of Czech Republic. And that happened within two or three weeks of the of being in there. How would you yeah. ever guess that? It's just absolutely incredible. I'm having an income that, you know, when you are employed, I'm not fully employed, but let's say, right, when you're working for a company, for one company that you could not imagine. I also was approached by um, an online magazine to write articles for them as an expert in the field, right? Like these are things you never come to. And the money is just a byproduct. But what I love about money is, first of all, it's fun to have them. And second of all, it clearly shows your results, right? It's, it's, it feels in this intangible, um, multiple quantum realities, whatever we're talking in, money is so tangible and it's so easy to, to show. And also generally all the tangible stuff, like what you were saying, like the, you see your apartment, it's a result of your previous manifestation of your previous feelings, et cetera, et cetera, what you were embodying before. And uh, so even though my podcast is not necessary for business owners, even though it can be, right? Because you can have business around whatever it is that you were previously doing in your job. Um, I, I love that you right now were telling me how you were quantum leaping within your career, right? Um, could, you, could you tell me a little bit more about, let's say, the comparison to how much you were making in your job and where are you right now in your business? Yes. So in my job, when I first started, I was making, I think it was like $19 an hour. I think that was correct. That was like my first profile like job as well. Um, and I was working part-time while I, I was studying and literally finishing the last year of high school. So it was just like a lot going on. I eventually got a, a few dollars of a raise here and there. I literally had to like fight from a raise. I knew what I wanted like very early on. I was very like outspoken. And I think that was one thing as well that this didn't fully align with the, the company I was working at. Um, but in the end, when I left, I was making like $2,000 a month, mm. like $2,000 a month. Now I make that like in my sleep, like in mm. passive income, like I make multiple, multiple six figures and I sign clients for $20,000. Mm. So that it's just been a drastic shift. And yeah, the alignment has come through. And again, my state of being, so that was what I was available for two years ago. And I decided I get to attune to something else, but I only have gotten to this place and increased my income so much because I have normalized and aligned myself to a different standard of money. And this is the thing, like a lot of people, they desire the big money, <laughs> but they pedestalize it, but they glorify it, but they externalize. I want a million dollars, but they don't actually, couldn't actually feel what a million dollars would feel. They still feel deep down unworthy and like an imposter. And, and you have to do all of that work around like, no, of course, I would be making multiple six figures, multiple seven figures, multiple eight figures. Like it's taking it down. And so I didn't just quantum leap into big money because I wanted it. I quantum leaped into big money because I was available for it and I normalized it. And of course, I would be making 20,000 in a day mm. and I don't have to even blink I don't even have to, to to question it but that change if I told myself two years ago $20,000 a day we am like what the hell no way how's it for? like all these questions but it's not about the logic as you said it's totally logical and I had to really neutralize mm. money so that mm. that I became available for that 
do you um back then you were saying like oh it felt so crazy but was that already your goal when you were starting your business when I was starting my business like yeah I knew it was going to be a seven-figure business I knew it was going to be crazy but of course like I'd never made more than two thousand dollars a month so I didn't I was calibrating to, to overall vision but I was just like, if I make my first $10,000 a month, like I've made it. I remember that was like my milestone. I was like, $10,000 a month, that's it. Like I don't have to worry anymore. And I remember like writing, <laughs> writing like these checks, like fake checks, like $10,000. Like, and it took me multiple months until I hit that. And I was like, oh my goodness. The next month was like $3,000 a month. And I was like, what is going on? Like I was panicking. And then the month after that was my first 20,000. And the month after that was 30,000. The month after that was a 40,000. The month after that was 50,000. Like it just grew from there. I just never looked back, right? Um, and again, it's it's like I was calibrating to the bigger vision, but at the same time I had these different milestones. So I, I first worked on 10 and then mm. I worked on 20 and I kind of like worked my way up around what felt good. It felt too far of a jump to go from $2,000 a month straight to like $100,000 a month. Like that right. didn't, aligned to my system so yeah at that point and now it's like obviously much bigger than that so that's kind of how it went but also yeah my standards have changed now like the goal of ten thousand dollars a month if I make that that's like a, a horrible month you know what I mean to make that low so things have just changed and it's just my expectation my standard yeah. what I'm available for you know I, I gotta laugh right now because I'm still quantum leaping to 10k and this is one of my past journal that I just have here I don't know if you can see it on oh camera. my goodness yeah <laughs> it's, it's so funny I mean uh you guys listening you're gonna see it but I when I started journaling I actually and I love this, this journal so much I just found this like fully you see this is my fourth fourth journal mm-hmm. I just found this like simple black uh, kind of like black leather, black leather look um type of journal they just makes me feel so abundant, just having them. Mm. The look of it makes me feel so good. And uh, I started writing the moment I started, I would just write in the journal. And the moment I realized what I'm quantum leaping into, the moment I would write it on the journal. And sometimes it was yes. at the beginning of it, sometimes at the end of it. And then I realized one thing. I did it with two journals. And I realized that the first one, the first one where I wrote it on the top of the journal, it was actually before I started writing into it because it was supposed to be for something else. Mm. And But I had it always on my side as I'm journaling basically 99% of my mornings. And on that, on that, it was written the vision book. And I realized it was during this month or this time when I was journaling into it that I actually attracted my uh, this career. Because I, my vision about what I want was not clear. And when, mm-hmm. I, when I started embodying it through the journaling, I fully became that version because it was always on my side, like, oh, vision, vision, vision. And I became that. And um, the same that I did with, with, uh, with this one where there's um, on the cover written my journey to 10K months. And suddenly throughout journaling this one, I leap quantum leap from zero to 7K seemingly out of nowhere and for all of this I was approached right I was in the stage where I I I became this person and then I was approached to officially become this person and it just feels it just feels so beautiful um and uh right now I'm in a stage where I said I was writing a new journal and I said I was thinking like I don't I don't know what's going to be undercover and until like half of the I, I wasn't sure and suddenly I closed the journal, I was like, oh, I'm ready. And I just wrote on the, on the top of it, I'm ready. And that was a moment we, when we, uh, with my partner, we fully decided to move. So we're moving countries and we are ready to, to start fresh again. And it just, I feel like the moment when you embody that you can embody anything, right? And become anyone that you want, have anything that you want, no matter if it's health, career, money, whatever it is, relationship, this is the moment when you suddenly just feel so powerful and life becomes so much fun, no matter what's happening around you, right? No matter what storm you end up being in. And it's just so beautiful. Ah, even like right now thinking about it, it's just so, so deep. It is. And this is 
really like come full circle into the whole purpose of quantum. A lot of people think that the purpose of understanding and embodying quantum is to quantum leap, Mm. but it's actually not because through the process of embodiment, you become that version of yourself prior to the external event manifesting. You feel Mm. wealthy without the money. You feel loved even if you don't have the relationship. You feel free. You feel liberated. You feel all the emotions and you realize, wow, I'm now in my power because Mm -hmm. the biggest way you can give away your power is to give it away to your external environment to say that I can't feel wealthy until I have money. I can't feel loved until I have the relationship. And you're waiting. You're in this constant perpetual limbo state of waiting for your desire of, of, glorifying your desire of demonizing your desire both at the same time Mm. and this is the thing it's like if you don't need the physical manifestation in order to feel the feelings that you desire you no longer chase you no longer wait you're no longer impatient you're just living your life you're just embodying the truth of what you're here to embody and it's just so beautiful and you start to take back your personal power and you stop leaking your energy Mm. so that's it right when you realize you're the creator and you can be do and have whatever you want and it's your responsibility how you feel is your responsibility your state of being is your responsibility nothing else matters the destination isn't important anymore because there is no destination Mm. outside of this moment and this feels so beautiful because in the moment when you fully embody it you understand it's your responsibility and then you suddenly see the abundance and infiniteness of opportunities yes uh, beautiful oh this is amazing katie thank you so much i would t- i could talk to you like i have another 10 topics in my head i could talk to you from like like next five hours <laughs> we needed to record a part two for sure i think so this was amazing thank you so much for for coming on this podcast uh, i'm sure that this is supposed to, this is going to be an amazing uh episode for for everyone to listen to thank you thank you again i really appreciate it Thank you so much for having me. It was amazing. I'm going to let you enjoy your evening. For me, I'm going to start my day. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Talk to you later. Thank you again. Bye. Thank you again for listening to this amazing episode. If you have gotten that far, um, I can tell you a secret. (laughs) The reason why I kind of forgot to ask Katie about, um, at the end, about her social media, etc., etc., was because I really needed to go to pee. So (laughs) don't leave so quickly. Uh, Make sure again that you're going to check out the description of this episode uh, to find Katie. Um, And also, if you have enjoyed it, um, I have also open spots for uh, private career coaching with me. So Links for that are also going to be uh, in the description. And I have a masterclass coming for um, magnetizing Lindkin profile optimization. So make sure you're going to stay tuned for that because it's going to be just super amazing. It's, gonna, it's coming very, very soon. I'm super excited about it. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye.